Welcome to the Reset Podcast. I'm Liz Tran, an executive coach to founders and CEOs of fast-growing tech companies. And I attribute my success to my spiritual practices, which are rooted in mindfulness and Zen Buddhism. In this podcast, I combine business advice with spiritual lessons to help you lead a courageous, authentic, and fulfilled life. Hi, everyone. This is a fun little episode designed to help you navigate the forthcoming eclipse season. It is essentially 16 days of very big astrological energy that is coming into all of our lives, and it opens this portal for massive transformation. So I wanted to deviate a little bit from our regularly scheduled programming and talk to you about something purely astrological and also let you know how you can work with it over the next 16 days. Let's start off by talking about the basics. Okay, so when does this start? It starts tomorrow, which is Thursday, November 19th, 2021. And it goes until December 4th, 2021, 16 days. Second question, what the heck is an eclipse and why does it matter? Why are we talking about it right now? Tomorrow's eclipse is a lunar eclipse. And that means that the earth is sitting between the sun and the moon and they are all lined up. So essentially the earth's shadow blocks the sun from lighting the moon. So the moon looks completely dark. The earth, sun, and moon are all lined up like dominoes in a straight line. On December 4th, we have a solar eclipse. And that means that the moon is sitting between the sun and the earth. And so it's actually the moon that is blocking our view to the sun. So in both scenarios, you have three of these celestial bodies all lined up in one row. In a lunar eclipse, it is the earth that sits in the middle of the sun and the moon. And in a solar eclipse, you have the moon sitting in the middle of the earth and the sun. This alignment that we're talking about actually happens twice a month whenever you have a full moon and a new moon. But what is unique about an eclipse is that this is when all those bodies are lined up with the lunar nodes as well. For an eclipse to happen, everything has to be lined up with the lunar nodes. So you only get four to six eclipses every year. And again, they come in those pairs. So you'll get two to three pairs. This year, we'll have four total eclipses. Last year in 2020, we had six, which makes a lot of sense because that was just a totally insane year with so many gigantic energy shifts. I personally love working with the eclipses because they are these beautiful, not too oftenly occurring moments in time when we get the opportunity to really step back, get some perspective on our lives, and allow for things to shift in a more powerful way than they do on a day-to-day basis. I'll give you an example of one of my favorite eclipses. This one was a particularly powerful one for me just because of the way it lined up with my chart. So it's a little bit of an extreme example, but I think it really illustrates the power and the capabilities of the eclipses if you know how to harness them correctly. 
We're going to rewind all the way back to 2018, to be precise, July 12th, 2018, when there was an eclipse. And I knew it was coming up and I knew it was going to be strong for me because my astrologer said so. I didn't quite know what that was going to mean. And at the time in 2018, it was before I started Reset. It was before I even decided to start Reset. And I was working at a venture capital firm. It was a great job with a lot of upward career mobility. And I had so many friends who worked at the firm with me. When I took the job, I wasn't sure that I would be in the job forever. In fact, I knew I probably was not going to because it had never been my dream to work in finance. And I also wanted to do something more spiritually related. So this was back in 2016, 2015, when I was interviewing. And they said to me, hey, Liz, if you're going to take this job, you need to be here for at least three or four years because you're going to be building deep relationships with all the founders who work in our portfolio. And you can't just peace out after a year or two. You know, you really have to stick here for the long haul. And so I said, yeah, sure, I'll take the job. Why not? Always thinking that I would just be there for three or four years. But somehow I got really sucked in to my job. I got really involved in that universe and my job became my whole life. I was obsessed with it. I gave up so much in my personal life to prioritize my profession. And, you know, those dreams that I had earlier kind of went to the wayside. I sort of forgot about them. And it was with that eclipse that I got rerouted back to my original mission and I knew that I had to quit my job. And during that eclipse, I was on a company retreat. We were on this amazing resort spa type place in Wyoming. And I'd been there a couple times before with the company, had a lot of fun. And this time just completely switched. I hated it. I was having a horrible time. I was like, why am I here? I'm vegan. I can't eat any of the steak. Everyone's shooting guns, riding ATVs. This is so violent. It's so bro culture. This is not where I belong. And it honestly was as if I closed my eyes And when I opened them, I realized that I had been wearing rose-tinted glasses. And when I opened my eyes, I could take them off and see everything anew. That is how powerful the eclipse was. And in a lot of ways, the feeling maybe was even more extreme than that. It was like pre-eclipse, I'm sitting in a room with all my friends, with all this furniture that's my apartment, and then someone shuts off the light, that's the eclipse, turns the light back on, And all the people have changed, all the furniture is different, everything's been moved around. And I'm like, whoa, where am I? And what I felt was sick. I literally felt ill. And the energy of the eclipse was so powerful that I actually became sick. And I opted out of all the rest of the activities during the retreat, which was kind of strange. But, you know, I said, I'm just sick. I can't. And I cried and I cried and I cried. And I stayed in bed and I slept for 12 hours. And then when I got up, I said to my two girlfriends who were sharing a cabin with me, who worked at my company, and I said, I'm not staying here anymore. Just watch. By January this year, I will have quit the company. And that's what I did. In December, I quit. And so in this way, what the eclipse's power was, was it got me back on track. I had never wanted to stay at this company forever, but yet I got sucked in. And this eclipse was so powerful that it reminded me, hey, 
you have a purpose and you have a mission outside of this organization and you've forgotten about it. You've let it slip away. And here I am the eclipse and I'm here to bring you back to where you should be. I'm here to realign you. Here is another metaphor. Imagine that you are a sailboat and you're sailing towards a specific direction that is in your heart's desire. It is where you want to go. Somewhere along the way with all the waves and the water and the wind, you've been blown off course. And so imagine that the eclipse is a strong wind that blows you back to the path that you should be on. In this way, an eclipse is like a spiritual tune-up. It gets your motors running again the way that they should. And it's so easy for all of us because we live in this very material, temporal world to forget that at our core, we are actually spiritual beings and we get tied up and lost in all these things that don't matter, what other people think, buying things, accumulating success, accumulating money, accumulating attention, blah, 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 whatever it is. We get confused about why we're here on this earth. And so eclipses serve the purpose to get us back to our core selves, which are these amazing enlightened spiritual beings. What I want to hammer home is that eclipses are positive and beneficial events, but they may not always feel like that because they are rerouting us and putting us back on course. They can often feel really sudden There can be lots of changes that happen, not just within us, but also external changes. Sometimes eclipses manifest in having an argument or a fight with someone. It can result in a job change, moving house, friendship changes, often stuff that you've put off dealing with and are not too happy to deal with now that it's coming up to the surface. But at the end of the day, it is nothing but helpful and beneficial for where you are going as a human being. Eclipses are the medicine that we didn't think we wanted, but we actually deeply, deeply need. And this first eclipse is occurring in Taurus, which is the sign of material goods and self-worth. So whatever medicine it is that you didn't know that you wanted, but you actually need, should be coming for you, this eclipse, related to goods, money, aesthetics, and your own self-worth. What you can think about is, what is a journey that you may be wrapping up? Or what is a new journey that you may be beginning? You can also ask yourself, what is a lesson that you may need to be learning all in the area of external worth and internal self-worth? For me, when I think about this eclipse, there are a few different places that I am guessing that it may manifest in. The first is I'm looking for an apartment right now. Dev and I are determined to move into a new apartment. We love, love, love our apartment so much, but the neighborhood has changed so dramatically where I've been attacked, unfortunately, in the neighborhood where it was always so safe before. I mean, there are just a whole slew of reasons for this that I won't get into, but a lot of them are really sad. You know, because of the pandemic, there are fewer social services for people who need help, people who are homeless, people who have drug addictions that aren't their faults, and they don't really have the places to go or the support systems that existed before. 
So anyway, this is all to say that I'm very sadly and reluctantly leaving my apartment, which is hands down the nicest place I've ever lived. And people often walk into my apartment and they're like, wow, this is the most beautiful apartment I've ever seen in New York City. So there's a big shift here because we had a really, really good deal on it. And so now we're looking at things that are in our price range that aren't as aesthetically beautiful, places that aren't as stunning or as impressive, but they get us to the life that we want. They get us to the internal, interior life that we want to create in a safe neighborhood where we can have children and feel really safe walking them around. My car lease is also ending, so we are in the process of picking out a new car, figuring out if we want to buy something, if we want to finance something, if we want to lease something, and if we want the same thing as we had before. And then lastly, the area that I'm thinking might be impacted by this eclipse is probably the biggest and the most important one is my book is going to be auctioned, which means that all the publishers who want to offer for it on Wednesday, which is actually today, the day that I'm releasing this episode, so much can happen. I'm going to find out how much this book is worth in the world. I'm going to figure out which publisher I'm going to be writing this book with and who my editor will be. And then I also will be deciding what type of relationship I want to have to the decision process. Meaning, I really want to push myself to make the decision of who this book ends up with in the most spiritually enlightened way possible, in a way that really serves me, not just on the material plane, but rather is a decision that I make as the most spiritually evolved and aligned version of myself. So now I want you to ask yourself, what areas of your life might this eclipse impact? And the way that you can think about that is going through and doing a quick survey of everything that's, you know, up in the air or maybe winding down or have a new beginning that is related to your self-worth, to abundance and the material world. So ownership, items, money, and then also to anything related to aesthetics. So how things look, how things show up visually in the world. Okay, so now that you have all this information, the next question, I suppose, is what do you do? What do you physically do during this 16-day eclipse window to get the most out of it? The first thing I want to say is set up a lot of time and space for yourself over the next couple of weeks because eclipses are often physically exhausting. Think of it as a software update to your computer or to your phone. You have to shut the whole thing down and then install the new software and give it a minute to let it do its thing. So make sure that you are not overscheduled on November 19th or November 20th, and then do the same thing for around the time of December 4th, which is the second eclipse. And then for that window in between, try to keep your schedule lighter than it normally is so you have time to process. And as I said before, oftentimes eclipses 
bring real world sudden changes to the equation. So changes in friendships, changes in your work, changes in the way you're perceiving the people or the events around you. And so as we all know, when any big changes like that happen, we do need a buffer of time and space to process it all. It is not going to be business as usual. It's not going to be status quo over the next 16 days. And so expect the unexpected and make time for the unexpected. The second thing I will suggest is that you do a lot of grounding work so that you can connect to the highest and most evolved version of your spiritual self. So what is it that you do when you want to feel like you're seeing the world through an optimistic, abundant, grateful lens? For me, it is through moving my body every day, through exercise of some sort. It's through eating clean and eating healthy. It's from making time to journal every single day and to focus my journaling on thoughts of gratitude And then to also make time and space for inspiration, to make sure that I'm reading and that I'm listening to podcasts and going to museums and taking workshops. So I'm really going to fill out these next two weeks with a lot of spiritual practices that are going to help me. The weekend before this eclipse, I made sure to prepare. That Saturday, I watched an eclipse workshop. I looked at my astrology chart. I looked at my husband's chart to see how they would be impacted. Then the next day, I went to a four-hour-long meditation sit, and then I rushed home to be able to do a breathwork class. I also made sure to get acupuncture that week and to wake up every morning and do movement of some sort, whether it was going to the gym or doing yoga for my apartment. And then every evening, I have been making sure to journal and to spend at least five minutes doing that, even if I'm super, super tired and just want to throw my head on the pillow. Set yourself up to succeed during this eclipse season. Give yourself whatever it is that you need to feel your most grounded and positive self. I know that when I am not sleeping and I'm not exercising, I tend to see the world from a very negative, pessimistic, and cynical perspective. But as soon as I start doing my practices again, it's like my whole worldview shifts. And because this eclipse involves the material world and self-worth, you want to make sure that you are doing all the things that you can so that you can feel good in making decisions and seeing things with abundance and optimism. The third thing you can do to harness the eclipse to your benefit is to release your need to control. Listen, we all want to know what's happening in our lives. We all want to be able to have agency in what's happening to us. But sometimes the best way to deal with massive thrashing waves and upheaval is just to surf it. It's just to ride it out, let go of your need to control the situation. Don't try to control those waves. Don't try to outsmart them or predict what they're going to do. Just release your hands off of the steering wheel and just say, may life take me exactly where I need to go. That is the energy of this eclipse window. Let it take you where you want to go. You will very likely be completely blown away and surprised 
by incidents or events that you didn't foresee coming and maybe are pretty unwelcome in your life. You might feel like, why is this happening to me? I didn't ask for this. This is horrible. So in this moment, what you're called to do is to let go of your urge to fight what's happening and instead release, accept, surrender, and trust that whatever is happening to you is ultimately for your benefit. Just now, I use the word surrender, and I want to make sure that I'm correctly explaining what this means. By surrender, I do not mean you should just sit on your couch and just give up on life and say, I'm throwing my hands up. There's nothing I can do to affect my life. I don't even care anymore. What I actually mean by surrender is that you're not trying to manipulate or to coerce the situation into being something that it's not. You're letting it be as it is. But of course, you still have agency in the situation. Just because you're letting go of the steering wheel doesn't mean that you don't have control over your own way that you approach the situation. For instance, with today and the book auction, I know that there are going to be at least a few ways that this goes off the rails a little bit and that the reality is going to be really, really different from what I've been dreaming about in my mind ever since I started working on this book proposal. Of course, that is the nature of the universe. Nothing unfolds exactly as we want it to. And thank goodness for that, because wouldn't the world be boring if we just got everything that we ever wanted? I firmly believe that when life goes off the rails and gives you something different than what you asked for, it is always better than what you could have imagined in your mind, even if you can't yet see that in the moment. And so that is the attitude that I am going to be channeling with this auction today. I'm going to be saying, whatever comes up, I know it is for my best and my highest good, and I'm going to see the ways that I can work with the energy to get what I want. I'm not going to kick and scream and play the victim and say, why is this happening to me? Why isn't this going according to plan? I am just going to be present in the moment and grateful that I get to be here. What a privilege. This is the first book I will ever, ever sell. And I'm going to savor every moment of this process, no matter how differently it plays out than what I imagined in my mind. The next suggestion that I have is all about abundance, abundance, abundance. See if you can do anything possible to regard the world in a hopeful and optimistic way. This is a time period that is filled with such big energy where there are these lightning bolts of inspiration and realization that are striking all around us. So I want you to have this attitude that you want to grab those, you want to capture them, and that this is a time for you to grow and change. How wonderful is that? The next thing that I will suggest is to also go inside yourself so you can retreat a bit to nature or to the sea, whatever it is that allows you to get away from being around so many people. Really embrace your introverted self here. And then lastly, my final suggestion is to work with an affirmation. 
This is the affirmation that I have chosen and I will be using when I meditate and writing over and over in my journal. And this is it. I embrace whatever life gives me and I use it to evolve as a person. Again, I embrace whatever life gives me and I use it to evolve as a person. One more time. I embrace whatever life gives me and I use it to evolve as a person. So now I want you to write that down five times, then say it aloud five times, and then you will be in the eclipse energy. You'll be in the right vibe. All right, guys, I'm wishing you guys a lot of luck and sending you a lot of love during this period, especially because there will be endings and there will be beginnings. So let yourself grieve and then correspondingly let yourself be hopeful as you dream again for new beginnings. Thank you guys for listening. As always, I want to thank you for sharing the podcast onto your Instagram stories. It's been growing so much because of you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So please share, please review. And as I always say, because it's very important, remember to listen to yourself, to love yourself and to say yes to life so that life can say yes to you. Thanks guys. See you next week. Thank you.